0: we
1: This episode of Moon Valley Manor is
2: sponsored by. Discover a world of magic and wonder. Where you can imagine all sorts of new adventures and endless possibilities. Where you can find what you need for everything. From late night soothing snuggles to meeting a new best friend. Welcome to Fisher Price, there's always fun in store.
3: Purely Pets is a family-run business located on West Main Street in Lancaster, New York. Purely Pets specializes in all-natural and healthy pet food, treats, toys, and supplies to help ensure your pet lives a healthy and happy life.
4: bad dream that i had last night i was frolicking through the woods as i usually do when i came upon this cooler full of delicious grape soda my most favorite soda of all and i started drinking all the cans of soda and then these people camping nearby started screaming and they chased me through the woods and and then and then i i tripped over a can of soda and they caught me and they dragged me and put me in a tarp in the back of their car they put
0: Bob? I
5: don't want to go to school. Bob? I said I don't want to go to school, Ma. Robert? Well, Mr. B, you startled me. Don't go sneaking up on me like that. Sorry,
4: Bob, but I had the craziest morning.
5: Yeah, what happened, kid?
4: Well, I had baseball practice and Willie was supposed to drop me off and pick me up. But when I went to get picked up, Willie wasn't there.
5: Whoa, that sounds like something that happened to me when I was a young man.
4: Really, Bob? What happened to you?
5: Well, my mom dropped me off at football practice one afternoon. Set you can't panic, Mr. B. If it's one thing you gotta learn, is you can't panic. If somebody's gonna pick you up, you gotta stay put. You gotta stay where you said you were gonna be. If you start running around, everything gets crazy.
4: It sure does. He was probably just running a little bit late, but I got so scared, I just ran away.
5: Yeah, I probably should've told you that story before. It might've helped you. But, you know, I forget. And I'm really not the best parent sometimes.
4: That's okay, Bob. I'm glad we had the same experience.
5: Yeah, me too. Can I go back to sleep now? Yeah, it's
4: good. You can go back to sleep now, Bob.
5: Thanks, Mr. B.
4: Good night.
5: Good night. You'd stay put
4: if you knew what was good for you. Don't run around like a clown. Keep those feet on the ground. Stay put.
6: Upon a time, and when I'm walking by myself, it starts to trick my mind. What is that I hear hiding in that shrub? It's probably the neighbor's cat, but could it be a cub? And what was that I saw by that old garbage can? Could it be a grizzly bear? Nope, it's just the garbage man. <laughs>
4: Here, little Judy Bartlow from Windows, California has written in to see what I have for breakfast every morning since I'm so full of pep and energy. Well, Judy, I have a bunch of things. 36 bananas, Ooh. 52 pieces of ham, and five. you were supposed to be here three hours ago. Do you know this makes me look like the laughingstock of the base?
7: Hold on, let me explain my situation. There were elderly tourists in a long line across the desert, a caravan, I believe you call them, on your planet.
4: RVs, Baldwin, RVs. They were probably just headed to Vegas.
7: Sir, you don't understand. They approached an attack as I landed. They put me in a satchel and were
4: interested in having me play bridge with them. Be that as it may, Baldwin. You had a responsibility. You could have at least done a flyby. I mean, I don't know how they do things on your planet, but here on Earth, if you say you're going to be somewhere, you better be there.
7: Whatever you say, sir, I promise I'll be there next time. Just please don't make me play bridge.
4: You know what bugs me? What's that, Sequoia? Kittens, they think they're so cute, but they really just stink like sour milk and dirty feet, and they're always trying to cuddle up with you and act so cute. Yeah, you know what bugs me? It's that. It's when I'm at the diner, and I pick up a tray, and it's all wet. Hey, you know what really bugs me? When I'm trying to get to the back of the store, and people are stopped in the middle of the aisle having a family reunion, and they're in my way and they won't move. Yeah, you know what bugs me? All
7: these bugs! <laughs>
6: It was a gnome pool party, and everyone came. There was Seamus and Wendell, and Phyllis and Shane. They had hot dogs, hamburgers, and potato salad, too. Little arm floaties, inner tubes, and a hearty shamrock stew.
8: If you're like me, there's nothing you like to do better after school than take it slow, sit on the couch, eating some chips, especially when you've had a rough day at school with some crazy monkey who brings a smelly sock in to terrorize everybody. But I recently discovered the joy of hiking. Yes, there's so many wonderful things you can see out in the woods. There's animals and trees, and you get a great workout.
3: This is a public assistance department film. The USB FKC presents Chef Alfonso Lasisco's 30-Second Snacks. On the menu today is an after-school mix. Get a handful of your favorite nuts, a handful of raisins, a handful of your favorite candy-coated chocolates. Take a small sandwich bag, pour in the nuts, Pour in the raisins, then pour in the candy coated chocolates. Seal the bag tight, and shake, shake, shake till everything's all mixed up. Perfecto, now you can eat it up. See you next time, Chef Alfonso.
0: That's gross!
1: One, three.
6: George says you'll be back at 1 o'clock, and it is way past 1 o'clock.
3: Ah, Papa, my dear. How are you doing? What can I do for you today?
6: I need my dress for my grandmother's surprise party. I'm going to be late now.
3: I was just having a cheese sandwich.
6: Doesn't matter. You're supposed to be where you said you were going to be when you said you were going to be there.
3: All right, two cheese sandwiches. I'll go get your dress. Hold on.
6: Hurry up.
4: Peppa? Yes, Mitty? There's cheese stains on your dress!
6: Oh, I cannot believe you! I'm out of here!
4: I'm sorry! Come back tomorrow! Yeah,
3: whatever. Chase
6: some
4: women! I sent down to the principal. They said it smelled. I don't know what they're talking about. I think it smells like rainbows and cupcakes. But, anyways, they sent me down there. I was really offended. They told me I had to go home and wash my sock. How many
2: points do I have to
3: tell this person?
2: a world of magic and wonder where you can imagine all sorts of new adventures and endless possibilities where you can find what you need for everything from late night soothing snuggles to meeting a new best friend come to fisher price there's always fun in store
8: They clean up your car windows and spiff up your fender. They work really hard, you could never call the pretenders. They fix a flat fast and check on your brakes. They pump all your gas and make no mistakes. They won't ask for a thing, you can try to give them a tip, but soon you will learn that's not how it is. All that they ask is you give them your old hangies, no matter how crusty, smelly, or stanky. They love to wear them around their heads and keep another hang out of their back pockets. They love them so much that they even wear them around their necks, wrapped up like a locket. They say they don't like them washed, it gives them such charm. But I say it's just gross and sure to cause harm. There's things on those hankies that no one should touch. Little pieces of hair and on bits of skin, it's really too much. But that's how they say they like them, those boys down on maid I guess they're not hurting anyone, but we all find their behavior just a little bit strange.
4: Well, kids, I went home to wash my lucky sock, and that's when Bob found out I got sent to the principal's office with my lucky sock. So, he put me here in time out. I don't know how I'm supposed to wash this thing. I mean, wash this thing. Anyhow, Bob's always telling me I gotta do my laundry, but you know, doing laundry is no fun at all, and besides, what if I wash all the luck off my lucky sock? Then what am I gonna do? Stay put!
9: Well, hey, Samson, sure we can go surfing, but I was just writing a song about what we learned today. Why don't you all tell me what you learned today?
8: Well, I suppose you're going to be where you said you were going to be when you said you were going to be there. Well,
9: that's right, Samson, that's pretty good. And I suppose from now on, you're going to be where you said you were going to be when you said you were going to be there.
8: I sure am.
9: All right, well, why don't I sing you a bit of the song I wrote today, and then we'll go surfing.
8: That'd be great, Willie.
9: All right, here we go. You gotta be where you said you're gonna be When you be there You gotta
4: stay where you said you're gonna stay
6: Molly McTaver will do you a very nice favor, one you'll soon grow to regret. See, when little Molly McTaver does you a favor, it's something she never forgets. She'll show up at your home and won't ever leave you alone, and you'll soon be wishing you'd never met.
9: Stay put FIGHT! Sequoia, Sequoia, come quick! I thought I was forced our Codus NOCTURNUS beetle under the logs by the pond. I've been looking for them for at least two years and I found them! Sequoia! Sequoia, where are you? Every time you come to the woods, you do this to me. This isn't like GO seek, it's dangerous out here. You chase birds and bears and out of all of us again. God, it's going to get dark soon. And I don't have any food. and I don't have any water. Sequoia! Oh. Hello! Sequoia, what are you doing? Where did you go?
4: I saw a pretty bird.
9: What did you do with the pretty bird?
4: He's in my belly now. You ate
9: the pretty bird. This is what happens every time we go out. Last time, we were trying to eat a bear. You can't eat a bear, Sequoia. Why not? Because they're big, it'll hurt you. Do you want to see my meal? Yes. You can't have him though. He's mine, okay? okay. You just take one look. No, no eating. Oh, is he pretty? Yeah. He's for my collection. You should take me home because I think he's getting hungry. Okay. All right. Let's get out of here. It's
4: that time of year again. It's a full moon. And Bob's looking hairier than usual. It really scares me. You know, I kind of think he's a werewolf. So i spending a lot of time outside at night by himself. Sometimes I hear him talking extra loud. Sort of howling at the moon. Well, he says he wants to tuck me in, but I just said, no way, Bob, you've got to shave first. I cannot take another fret like this. I've been having nightmares. Not
7: really. And did you ever honestly think in your wildest dreams that one day you'd be sitting here with an alien from another galaxy having such a profound and intelligent conversation?
3: Yeah.
7: Did you have salami again?
3: Yep. Yeah.
4: Kids, it looks like we're out of time for today. We hope you had fun. We sure did, but it's getting late, and i got to get my lucky sock off to bed. We'll see y'all next time. Bye!
1: And now it's time for Mr. B's favorite bedtime stories, this week featuring the Nubbingtons. One afternoon, Nubbert was folding his clothes when the phone rang. Nubbert, telephone, yelled his mother. It was Nubbert's best friend, Mr. P. He had just made some cupcakes and wanted to share them with Nubbert. Nubbert would never be one to pass up cupcakes. (coughs) Nubbert was there before Mr. P could hang up the phone. He knocked and threw open the door, only to find Mr. P's house was messier than he'd ever seen it before. Ugh, what a disaster, Nubbert mumbled to himself. I heard that. You just need to lighten up, said Mr. P. As they entered the kitchen, Nubbert saw frosting and cupcake batter everywhere, but not a cupcake in sight. Now, where did those cupcakes go? asked Mr. P. You tell me, replied Nubbert. Looks like they could be anywhere. They looked and looked, but couldn't find the cupcakes. Mr. P began to cry. Nubbert suggested that instead of feeling sorry for himself, Mr. P should get his house in order, and Nubbert would be happy to stay and help. After all, there were cupcakes missing. When Mr. P finally stopped crying, they started washing the dishes. Mr. P thought this was quite a novel idea. It had never occurred to him to wash all of the dishes at one time. He even seemed to be enjoying himself. Meanwhile, back at Nubbert's house, his family was sitting down to dinner when they noticed he was nowhere to be found. After hours of cleaning, Mr. P was very pleased with himself. He felt like he was finally getting the hang of this cleaning thing. Whoa, yelled Mr. P over the vacuum cleaner, I forgot this rug was green. Ooh! finally done. I'll go grab us some drinks, said Nubbert. Nubbert went to the kitchen and threw open the fridge, where he found every last missing cupcake. (coughs) So Mr. P and Nubbert finally got their cupcakes, and Mr. P learned a very important lesson. It looks like this case is closed.